Eagles Entertainment. On Tuesday, January 11th, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon spoke to the media. Afternoon, Coach. Appreciate you taking the time today. You got it. Happy Tuesday, everybody. We'll get started, we'll get started here with Rob Kessner and then John McMullen. Hey, Jonathan, I uh, just want to talk to you about uh, the last time you faced uh, Tom Brady. No sacks in that game. Uh, anything that you feel like you can do differently after looking at that to generate more pressure on him? Yeah, we've been looking um, when we came out of that game after we evaluated it on that Friday, uh, looked and saw how we could, you know, things that we thought we could have done a better job with. And, um, you know, after game planning them these last couple days here, uh, we know that it's very hard to get to them, but uh, feel like we're up for the challenge and got some things that uh, we're going to try to do. Go ahead, John, and then Chris Franklin. Hey, JG. Uh, What's up, John? I know what you're going to. How are you, man? Excellent. I know what you're going to tell me, but I got to ask. Uh, there's a report out there that Denver uh, wants to talk to you. Can you confirm that? And when it comes to Tampa, I'll get a Tampa question in as well. How much have they changed offensively without Chris Godwin? Yeah, um, I appreciate the question, John. I, I can confirm that, but I'm sole focus is on Tampa Bay. Uh, you know what you what you've seen with when Chris, you know, got injured, they they do a really good job of filling his spot different ways and the production that he has that he had during out throughout the year. Um, they're filling that up with with different people and and deploying people in certain ways that they really didn't miss a beat too much. Obviously, we understand he's a really good player, um, but they're they're doing a heck of a job of really not missing a beat. Go ahead, Chris and Jimmy Kemsky. Hey, Jonathan. In case uh, it kind of goes back to what John was saying a little bit earlier, but how different is it, difficult is it from a defensive coordinator standpoint? when it comes to seeing a team previously before deploy a certain offensive attack with like Godwin and Antonio Brown, and then you see different players coming in, do, they, do you see, foresee like possibly change a, a different philosophy offensively from the Buccaneers and how difficult is it to potentially like face off against that? Yeah, you can tell, you know, through the, through the course of the season where just like every team, depending on who you're playing and who you have playing for you, where you start to see some, you know, minimal changes as you go. Um, but, you know, like I said to John's question, they, they've, you know, they've adapted and adjusted with the people that they have. And they're, you know, top in the league. And, and that's for a reason, you know, because they make good adjustments and they, they're on the same page and they execute at a high level. So um, do we have to know who, how they're deploying people and what they're doing as it sits here today in January, unlike when we played them, yeah, absolutely, because that'll go into how we're defending them. But, um, you know, we got to be ready for everything. It's going to be a big-time challenge. Go ahead, Jimmy and Dave. Hey, Jonathan. Um, I think we all know what, like, Mike Evans brings to the table, but uh, what are these other guys that have filled in? What do they do well, like Tyler Johnson, uh, Darden, Perryman, Miller, et cetera? Yeah, I would say <clears> – <throat> You know, with with just from an you know f from a global offensive perspective, you know the timing of their you know of their routes are all, is very 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 good. Um, the distribution of their concepts is very good. The ball obviously comes out extremely fast. It's on time, and 
you know, in the passing game, just like on defense, you got to have all 11 executing at a high level. You see who's ever out there for them. They all execute at a very high level. Uh, their offensive line is very good. They have a lot of continuity with their offensive line. Tom's on the same page with all the receivers and the backs, you know, so they know how to adjust their routes based off coverage. And, you know, they when they call certain concepts, the spacing is is spot on. The timing is spot on. Um, and they, they execute at a high level, and their technique within that is very good. So uh, that's what sticks out on the tape more than the people. And we know they have weapons all over, but is the, the same page and the continuity and the execution level is very high. Go ahead, Dave, and then Zach. Jonathan, you said you went back right after the Bucks game and, and kind of reviewed it. How much thought have you given to this possible rematch? I know you're busy week to week, but is that something that's in the back of your head throughout those weeks, how you'd handle Tom Brady and the Bucks differently? That's a, that's a good question, Dave. It, it wasn't for a long time. Um, and then as we got, you know, kind of as you start seeing the matchups start to take shape, you know, and who we could possibly play once we knew we were in, um, you, you start to give it a little more thought, you know, especially because that was a high probability of one of the teams that we're going to play. So uh, we've, you know, we kind of had in the back of my mind some notes how we played the first time. And you kind of review those notes. You watch our game and said, hey, this is what we said coming out of that game. And uh, you try to learn from it. And then you just go through your process and dive in, you know, just like any other week. You know, you use all the tools available that you have and uh, try to set up a good plan and go out and compete. Go ahead, Zach, and then EJ. Hey, good afternoon, Jonathan. We've, we've spoken this year about the philosophy of forcing opponents to try to go on long drives as opposed to the chunk plays. I, I think the Bucks average 10 and a half plays per drive on their four touchdown drives in that first game. Do you find that approach to be universal or do you think you need to tailor it depending on who the opposing quarterback is? Yeah, good question. You do need to tailor it a little bit. And that's, you know, as a, as a, just a philosophical team discussion, how we want to set it up. You know, like I talked to you guys about how we set up the game plan and want to play certain teams that also goes into the offense and special teams as well. So you do absolutely. You got to tailor it to the quarterback that you're playing, and the offense that you're playing, and how the game is set up um, from a just a global perspective of our team, the Eagles versus the Bucks. Go ahead, EJ, and then Martin. Hey, Jonathan, <clears throat> how important has Darius Slay been, not just for the secondary, but for the defense as a whole? And I guess if there's anything that you've learned about him this season, I mean, is there anything that comes to mind? Yeah, it's kind of my same answer all the time with him. He, it's like, you know, he's, he's, his football character is extremely high and he's a team first guy. And um, his skill set allows us to do some things with him that helps the defense. And he's uh, willing to play whatever style we want him to play to be successful for that week. So, uh, you know, just it's been an unbelievable year with him being around him, as all of our guys. Uh, but he, he really has been a joy to be around. Just from... Uh, the football character standpoint of one of your premium players being team first. Go ahead, Martin, and then Rob. Hey, Jonathan, uh, keeping on that Slay subject, I mean, does his role importance, I guess, change at all with the fact that they don't have Godwin and Antonio Brown anymore? I mean, obviously, you know, it would 
seemed to be like he would be the guy on, on Mike Evans most of the game, traveling and all that. Do you see that happening at all? Uh, still working through that, you know, uh, but his his role, uh, his importance of his role is always extremely high within our defense when we build a game plan. Go ahead, Rob, and then Bo. Hey, Jonathan, uh, I can certainly appreciate that you're focused solely on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but can you confirm when you will interview for the job with Denver? And, and how do you feel about having your name come up and having that opportunity? Oh, Rob, uh, I'll sit down with Howie and Nick and we'll talk about that when the time comes. All right. Thank you. Go ahead, Bo, and then Ed. Hey, JG, uh, on the, the subject of this Bucks offense, they have this um, this dichotomy where they are, you know, towards the top of the league in explosive plays, but also uh, like not a lot of negative plays. They get rid of the ball super quickly. How are they able to accomplish both of those things at the same time? Uh, their coaching staff and their quarterback. I mean, flat out, you know, I mean, this guy, he's a, he's a trained killer and uh, he knows how to how to play good offense and what he needs to do to uh, keep his offense on track. So it's going to be a big time challenge. Go ahead, Adam and Rube. Hi, JG. Uh, just ask you about uh, tight ends. It seemed they've been kind of a challenge for this defense. I think you've got up 12 or 13 touchdowns, two tight ends, and now you're playing one of the best to do it for such a long time in Gronkowski and Cameron Braid. Um, how difficult is that matchup, and, and why have tight ends kind of given this defense uh, some trouble along the way here this year? Yeah, good question. You know, O.J. Howard, too, he's a good player. Uh, you know, the first time we played him, they didn't have Rob. But, um, you know, from from Tampa's standpoint, it, it goes into the, the one question I already answered. It's like they, you know, those guys, those tight ends are where they need to be at the right time, and they get open. They got big catch radiuses. They're hard matchups for anybody. If you have a DB on them or a linebacker on them or – you know, when you're in zone coverage, he knows his answers, where, where the ball should go and how quickly. And, um, you know, for us, I think it's, you know, sometimes we're willing to give certain things within each coverage up, uh, but there's no question we got to do a better job of controlling that position to be successful. Good question. We'll take two more questions. We'll take two more questions. Go ahead, Ruben, and then Zach. Hey, uh, JG, where would you say your group has improved the most since week six or so, the first time you played Tampa? Execution. In what areas? Uh, all areas, honestly. I mean, the run game, pass game, rush and cover, cover and rush, being in the right spots, playing our let, winning our leverage side a little bit more. Um, I've always thought that we've tackled pretty well. If you look at the Tampa game, I don't think we tackled as well as we have um, in, in some other games. And some of that was them, some of that was us. Um, so just, you know, we know to be in this game, our execution level has to be high. Go ahead, Zach. Hey, Jonathan, I believe this is the fourth time you're coaching against Brady, but I'm sure you've been watching him ever since he was at Michigan. The teams that have success or I guess a degree of success against him what do they do well uh get him out of his comfort zone you know a little bit I think you know he he doesn't <clears throat> he he typically has success versus most people but um I do think that you know we we gotta be able to get him a little bit out of rhythm 
with the different, you know, tools that we have to do that. Thanks for the time, Coach. Guys good? All right, guys. We'll see you in Tampa. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.